Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday, it's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. It's the Ringers Philly special presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page, plus start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringers committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in DC and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Ringers Philly special. Shiel Kapadia, joined by Ben Solak, ace producer Cliff Augustine, one final Thursday 10, boys. The first Thursday 10 came in September. We did not know the season was going to go. <laughs> 17, 18, 19, 12. What is this? 21, week 22. We didn't know we were going to oh. get these bonus weeks. We've got one more to get to. We've got 10 of your questions to get to. And then most importantly, we have to go on the record with our predictions for Super Bowl 57, Benjamin Solak, who wrote a banger of a piece on Jeff Stoutland today for the ringer.com that you must check out. How are you feeling this evening? How lucky are we, man? How lucky are we? They said, y'all want to do a Philly show? And we said, yeah, we love a Philly show. Who doesn't love a Philly show? Philly fans, Eagles team, it's great. And then they said, you guys probably do like, you know, one episode a week, you know, like Ben, you don't have to be on every single episode. They got a busy schedule. And we said, no, we're going to do a Philly show. We're going to do a Philly show, all right? You don't do, we don't talk about the Eagles once a week. Two times a week, the birth of the <laughs> Thursday 10. Cliff, getting Cliff on to do the Philly pods. The Philly season, you remember early in the season, Shield, when you were like up late at night after yeah. Philly's games, you know, talking about game three of the World Series? How lucky are we, man? What an incredible run. It has been a wild ride of a season. Thank you to uh, everyone who has listened, who has stolen your children's phones, downloaded, subscribed, unsubscribed, subscribed again, commented, sent in questions for the Thursday 10. Hopefully we've gotten to most of you who have submitted questions. If you've sent in a question like every week and we haven't gotten to you, uh, sorry, we will rectify that in the uh, 2023 season. But let's get to it. Listen, we feel like we've covered most aspects of this game during the, this week, last week. So these might be some quick hitting questions. We might fly through them. Let's see. Let's start with Subashish asks, what will be the Philly special fitting? 
for this Super Bowl? Or do you not expect Nick Sirianni to go for any kind of trick plays? I feel like I've gotten this question yeah, uh, a lot love this week, Ben. People love this question. Uh, what do you think? Are, are we going to see one or are we not going to see one from Sirianni? And what would it be? We're going to see one. I have a mm-hmm. prediction. I feel incredible okay. about it. Okay. Eagles get in their sneak formation. What does that look like? Jalen Hurts under Jason Kelsey. He's low to the ground. He's got the knee bend. He's ready to squat 600 pounds because he's Jalen Hurts. They got Dallas Goddard flanking him on one side. They got A.J. Brown flanking him on the other side, right? Little fumble ruski. Snap the ball. Jalen just tosses it between his legs. Does the dive forward. Oh, here comes the sneak. And, and, and Kenny Gainwell just stepping on forward. Oh, I'm, com- I'm coming. I'm coming to push the pile. Maya Sanders comes back. I'm coming to push the pile. Grabs that football, leaks out to the side, 45-yard run, touchdown. That is the the, uh, the trick play for Nick Sirianni and these Eagles. Fumble Ruski, baby. Tell wow, me they haven't been setting up it. for that. Tell me you don't look at those sneak formations and think Fumble Ruski. You know, at first, when I got this question, maybe it was earlier in the week, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. They don't need to re- really, like, you know, overthink this. Their go-to stuff's going to work, and I still believe that. But then I thought about Nick Sirianni. And the fact that he's had two weeks to prepare for this game. And during his press conference earlier this week, he was like, yeah, I'm treating this week like any other. You know, Tuesday, my family's yeah, coming same, in. I won't see him. He's like, Wednesday, my family's coming in. I won't see him. Just like the regular season. I'm like, oh, gosh, these guys are going to be looking at, you know, they're going to, they're, they will have been bored by the time they put the original game plan in. So I do think there's going to be something. I think it is going to be a red zone play where they throw a touchdown to an offensive lineman. Uh, could be a little Cam Jurgens, Could be a little Jordan Mailata. I don't know who it's going to be. I guess I have to go on the record. I'll say Cam Jurgens. I'll say they bring him out as the sixth offensive lineman. Wow. And I don't know what it looks like, but they end up throwing a touchdown. Cam Jurgens catches a touchdown yeah. in this Shield, uh, FanDuel has a big man to score a touchdown promo plus 3,000, I think it is, 30 to 1. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't take that, but it's not going to happen. The Chiefs have had touchdowns. The Chiefs have had had throws. They like big boy touchdowns. Yeah, the Chiefs have had throws to tackles, to offensive linemen, each of the last two years. They don't have one yet this year. I don't know. Eagles threw it one to Lane last year. They don't have one yet this year. I'm just saying, statistically speaking. One's it, coming that would be a fun one to root for. Yeah, that would yeah. be a fun one to root That's for. That's exactly the point I made. I brought it up on, a, on it. Yeah, I brought it up on uh, the prop drafts that we did on, on the Ringer NFL Draft Show. And I brought up just how you're watching the game. You're having a good time. The goal line, I wonder if they're going to score. Like, oh, it's a close game. And then all of a sudden, you just see a tight end who's way too big. Or maybe you even hear the ref over the, the broadcast. You forget to turn his mic off. 73 has reported eligible. And you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Here we go. And that's a fun thing to root for. All right. There you go. We'll see if something happens. All right. Question number two from Donnie D asks, bringing it back to Super Bowl 52, two minutes left. Which one do you trust more for an Eagles win? Birds get the ball down by three or Eagles defense protecting a three-point lead? Ooh. I think this one's pretty e- I think that's easy. You don't think so? I think I trust the Eagles down three more. I just don't want to be in a situation where Patrick Mahomes has it. But still, yeah. it, it is tough. Like, you're, you're intentionally giving up the lead there 
with two minutes left. That's, that's a hard true. thing to choose. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're you're choosing to be down by three instead of up by three with right. two minutes left. Those win probability graphs, those are you're choosing two very different things. Having said that, uh, it was easy for me. Birds get the ball down by three. Are you kidding me? Defense protecting a three-point lead is probably wrong. Like, yeah, statistically, game theory-wise, analytically, like you said, you're giving up points here. But if you're just asking me what I would feel better about, it would be the Eagles offense getting the ball down by three with two minutes left having to score. Yeah, I also think go. I'm, I'm thinking right. that, but still, it's I don't like choosing to not be leading the game with two minutes left. I don't like how that feels. Yeah, no, that's not good. All right, question number three from Joe says, love the pod. How about you and Benjamin Solak share your favorite prop bets? Need help narrowing mine down. Let me see. I don't have the sheet in front of me. You just said you did a prop bet draft, so I'm assuming you know which one. You want me to are. rattle some off while you're while you're looking? No, I can, I can look. I mean, yeah, you can go with the ones yeah. you like, and by that time, I'll have the ones I like up here. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, Chiefs running back, over 22.5 receiving yards. They use him a lot as a receiver. I also like Hardman that. is unavailable, which he is in this game. Mahomes is going to be forced to do a lot of checkdowns. Also, like Noah Gray, the tight end for the Chiefs, over 12.5 receiving yards. Some books have juiced this all the way up to like 15.5. Don't take that. That's too big. 12.5, you still find an 11.5. That's good. Uh, Gray's going to be on the field a lot. Chiefs are going to use a lot of two tight end sets. Uh, and whenever he's on the field a lot, whenever he runs more than 20 routes, which I imagine he will in this game, he tends to have double-digit receiving yards. So Noah Gray uh, to go over. Both of those guys, you know, short completions, a lot of dump-offs. I also do like Mahomes over completions. Though that correlates. And so it's a nice little same-game parlay leg to throw in there. I would say A.J. Brown to score a touchdown on plus 120. And A.J. Brown, a longest reception over 26.5 receiving yards is a good one. Isaiah Pacheco, also the running back for the Chiefs, plus 120 to score a touchdown is juicy to me. How are we looking, Shiel? Uh, I'm, I don't see them all in front of me, so maybe you can give me some of the numbers if you have them. I mean, I just like the overs on both Gainwell and uh, McKinnon receptions and receiving yards. I like both of those. We've talked about it all week long. We think both those backs are going to be involved. So I'll be honest, I've done less like prop looking at prop stuff uh, this year than I have in a while because I'm, I feel like I've usually had to uh, write about this or something, so I haven't given them uh, too long of a look, but those are the two players I kind of have outlined as uh, not necessarily under the radar, but guys who are going to be involved in this game. All right. And, of course, do the fat guy touchdown, like, like Ben said. Why not? You got to do the That's fat guy touchdown. To root for got to do the fat guy touchdown. Len, question number four. He said created a Twitter to ask this. So, like, I, whatever the question was, I'm like, I got to. The guy signed up for a Twitter account in the year 2023 just so we could get a question to the Ringer Philly. I think we got to get, like, a start an email, like, ringerphilly at gmail.com or something. Oh, yeah? So, that, so we don't need to, keep like, people we don't off need, the, we don't need the to, Twitter scape. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to, like, people sign up to ask us questions. So we'll, we'll work on that. This was year number one. Oh, Cliff says we literally have one. Cliff, come in here. Well, we have an I email first, address? Yeah, we, we have an email address. When I first, <laughs> first signed on here, right, I had the email address. I think it's uh, ringerphilly215 at gmail.com. Oh, I had, I look at that. Yeah, I made, it, I made it just in case, you know, we wanted to do some extra stuff. I was kind of forward thinking, you know, thinking, you know, maybe, maybe this won't blow up. I'm thinking maybe this won't blow up in two months. So for the long term, we'll have our own email address. And if people want to hit us up, they can hit us up at ringerphilly215 at gmail.com. Is that definitely the, the address? 
Let me triple check. Yeah, double triple check. Triple check. Yeah, we don't want to send people to here. some weird email address. Yeah. Get back to me. But of course, Cliff I already can... thought of this. I mean, that should surprise no one. He probably did it like his Cliff. first day uh, on the job. And here I am in week 24 saying, you know what would be good if we yeah, had an email good. address? And Cliff was all over it. So we will do that. And uh, yes, you can, you can reach us there. Cliff will confirm that that's the right email. But anyway, Len says... Now, he had a long thread. I'm not going to read the long thread, but he said, wanted to get it in before you record the Chiefs offense versus Eagles defense pod. Sorry, didn't read it before then. But he says his idea for defense, play man and focus the four-man rush on stopping Mahomes from, he says, the scramble drill, assuming that means getting out of the pocket instead of sacking the QB. He says, maintain the edge at all cost what do you think about that that strategy keep Mahomes in there don't let him create those mm-hmm. second reaction plays uh that we've seen from him before do you think that any of that will be part of the Eagles game plan it absolutely will so uh Garvinger.com. check out mine Stephen Ruiz co-written preview piece we go over like a ton of schematic stuff it's my favorite piece that we do all year it's super big you can go scroll to the area that we talk about this but when you rush Mahomes and the Eagles have been pretty good at this this year it is important to rush him with rush lane integrity, right? Which is a nice coaching phrase. What it basically means is not everybody try to get to the quarterback. If you all try to get to the quarterback, somebody's going to get washed way far down the field or they're going to get buried inside. And now there's going to be a lane for Mahomes to escape. And the other three guys winning won't matter as much. So the Eagles would do what's called a high-low game. Other, other people call it a flush rush, where one of the edge rushers, usually Hassan Reddick, is rushing high side. He's rushing way outside. He's going to go past Mahomes' back shoulder. The other edge, Josh Sweat or, or, or Brandon Graham, uh, and they'll, they'll change who does it, but let's just for this, this, this uh, example, Josh Sweat or Brandon Graham, they'll rush through their tackle. They're rushing right to Mahomes' lap. And the goal is to make him uncomfortable with the feeling of, of that power rush coming right at him so he starts to leak to the other side of the pocket, and that's where Hassan Reddick is waiting, right? Reddick ran behind Mahomes, and now he can play from behind Mahomes. He can go and he can, he can corral him. He can finish the rush. So you have to rush with intention. Know that Mahomes is going to make like the first dude miss, or he's going to make a small adjustment in the pocket to get past space. If only one player is winning, they're not getting Mahomes down. You need multiple guys to win, and you need them to win with integrity. If you just full sail, Josh Sweat trying to sprint past Orlando Brown, Hassan Reddick trying to sprint past Andrew Wiley, he's going to get out of the B-gaps. He's going to leak out of the pocket. He's going to make those second reaction plays. You, you can't spy him, too. Like He's a good enough athlete that if you're regularly spying him with TJ Edwards... I think the Chiefs are going to win that matchup a decent amount of the time. Mahomes is going to be able to get around him. He's going to beat him to the side. He's going to buy time to throw the football. You have to be able to rush him with the intent of having one guy move him and then the second guy finish the play and, and bring him down. And that's the final note. The Eagles' sack rate shields, your favorite stat, 11.8% sack rate. The difference between 1 and 2 is the same as the difference between 2 and 29 in terms of sack rate in the league. When you put hands on him... He's got to fit, get the ball to the ground. You have to, have to, have to tackle a like surprisingly slippery. He's still surprisingly slippery, Patrick Mahomes. I think I disagree with both you and Len. Right. Given, given Mahomes, we don't know how healthy he is. I don't think he's going. Can he make the plays? Yes, we saw him make some of those plays against the Bengals, but I would rather be in prove-it mode. I, I would not be emphasizing uh, you know, pass rush integrity and no, you can't let him make those second reaction plays. I would actually be the opposite and go, let's, ju- let's just go. Hit him as quickly and as often as possible. If he proves it, if he starts scrambling a little bit, I mean, he wasn't scrambling all game against the Bengals. He had a 
big scramble at the end, but that wasn't like a big part of his game. If he's healthy, I hear what you're saying, but we don't know if he's healthy. I mean, we're this is still a high ankle sprain that he's coming off of, and so I would I would not want to do that. I would not say maintain the edge uh, at all costs and don't let him get out of the pocket. Like if he's going to make those plays, and and he very well could, we might see that. But I would let that kind of hurt me a little bit before I changed my game plan because I, I would want to test. All right, is like like in the first quarter on third and six, is he willing to? Take off? Is he going to scramble? Is he going to be uh, on the move and risk, uh, you know, you know, risk getting hit out there? All those things. So I wouldn't change my game plan to account for that. But obviously, it's it's an unknown because we don't know how healthy that ankle is. We don't know how well he's going to be moving. So that's something to obviously watch early in the game. I disagree that we don't know how healthy the ankle is. I I okay. I, I, this has been my line. If you didn't tell me that Mahomes was injured, if you just brought, you know. Get somebody who was born yesterday, sit him down and have them watch that that Jaguars Chiefs game. Or not the Jaguars Chiefs, uh, the Bengals Chiefs game, excuse me, championship Bengals. game. Bengals. Just sit down and look at it. By by what point would they have figured out that Mahomes was banged up? The end of the third quarter? Probably the the third quarter when yeah. he rolled to his left and made an incredible throw and then was limping. So it's almost half right. the game. Yeah, so no, over half the game, he appeared to be at hundred yeah. percent. So to me, functionally. I'm planning for the majority yeah. of the game, Mahomes to be 100%. If I get evidence otherwise, okay. But especially like uh, the way he performed in the Bengals game, and then two more weeks of rest, I, I am like to me that's 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 like a trap. That's like a mental trap. Like oh maybe he's at 95%, maybe he's 90%. No, that's 100% of Patrick Mahomes. This is the Super Bowl. I'm living as if that guy's at full strength. And if he's not, that's a treat. That's a, that's a competitive advantage I get during the game. To me, I I've, I I watch that Bengals film and I go, yeah, this this cat's healthy. Okay, we will see what the Eagles choose, which of those are. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with question number five. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Spring is here and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all... It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right. Question number five from Max. I feel like we're flying through these, but that's okay. We posted literally a 25-minute pod earlier today with the Birds with Friends crew. We were on their, their uh, pod also, so you have content there with the crossover pod. This, I just We're probably at the point where we're like, 
we've we've fired off most of our takes for the week, right. so we don't need to just. I just I just feel here. like <laughs> to me like that, I got like, nothing else to say, man. I gotta yeah. be honest. No, hundred percent. I feel like I this have is, my prediction, yeah. and that's it. I feel like this is like Friday yeah. walkthrough. You know, I know the install. I know what the game plan yeah. is, right? We're just in shorts. The music's bumping. Let's go. I got answers for everything. Ask me anything about this game, Shield. Ask me any uh, Stat off the dome. Ask me anything. All right. Question number five from Max. Max says, down four. Let's call it 28-24. Two minutes left and two timeouts. What is your confidence level from one to ten that the Eagles score? And this would have to be a, a touchdown that the Eagles score because they're down. So down 28-24, two minutes left, two timeouts. He didn't give the uh, field position. Let's assume like the 25 is 25, you know, yeah. get a touch 25 or 30. Uh, what's your confidence level that the Eagles score a touchdown? I would want to have like seen the game and like seen how the flow and seen where their score is. But I would say... Well, you know they scored 24 points whatever for whatever that's worth. But I Yeah, so Britain copy punt return touchdown. That. Read blank is your interception. Pick right now. six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 62%. He said one to 10, Ben. Come on, let's listen six to point, that. 6.2. <laughs> <laughs> Do the math, Shield. <laughs> All right, 6.2. Six I'm a little higher, I think. Uh, I would say 7.4, I would say. So not like crazy higher, but higher. Um, I think they got a good shot there. You would like a little more time, honestly, so that you weren't one-dimensional. Like if you told me three minutes and 47 seconds, now you can run the ball a little bit and try to game it so that Mahomes doesn't get the ball back. Uh, two minutes, you're probably just passing the ball. But listen, I think they're going to have opportunities. We've, we've said it. They've got the advantage with their wide receivers against the Chiefs' corners. Jalen Hurts will not be shook in that moment, whether he'll come through or not. We'll see, but you know he's not gonna not gonna be nervous. He's not gonna, the moment's not gonna be too big for him. So I think you have confidence in him there. All right, question number six from Nick. Similar to the buildup prior to the NFC Championship, a top item was we have not seen a battle between two teams with this caliber of defense versus each other. With the Chiefs. Will this be their t the toughest defense they've played against? Who else and what level of defense, uh, what, what caliber, high-caliber defenses have they played against? So I was supposed to look this up for the, uh, the pod. I did not do that. Now, they smoked the 49ers. That game, the 49ers were very injured uh, in that game, didn't have a bunch of defensive starters. But the Chiefs had 529 yards in that game and scored 44 points against the 49ers. Again, a banged-up 49ers team, yes, but still an impressive performance. Against the Buffalo Bills, who had a very good uh, defense statistically this season, they were not as great. They only scored 20 points, but they had uh, 23 first downs and 387 yards. It's not like they were uh, completely shut down by any means in that game. So uh, that's another one there. The Bills uh, had some success mm -hmm against them and then uh the denver broncos benjamin they played the broncos twice this season and in one of those games they won 27 24 and in the other one they won 34 28 so they were still producing again you know you're talking about between 350 and 400 yards in those games so yeah they face some those those are all really good defenses they've had varying levels of success 
No one has completely shut them down. They had 431 yards in one game uh, against the Broncos. Again, these are all top five defenses in the NFL. So, yes, their offense has been tested. They've come through for the most part, even against very good defenses. Did I miss anything? Yeah, I think, I mean, like, uh, it's funny. I was... I've been watching a lot of the Eagles Colts film because the Colts are one of the teams the Eagles struggle with offensively. And like the, 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 char- the chiefs also struggled with the Colts quite a bit um, when, when they played yes. earlier in the season. And what the, what felt similar in both games was how the Colts were able to get away with playing really light boxes because they have Grover Stewart. Like that was just like, they were so good on the interior and they had such, they had such good run defending defensive ends and they have, you know, Bobby O'Karake who's a solid linebacker and they were just able to handle Everything they needed to handle up front, the Chiefs could not punish them rushing the football against light boxes. And then they had enough bodies and coverage to, you know, you don't necessarily beat Patrick Mahomes, but you survive him, you endure him. And and that was the case in in that game. And so I think that if you're trying to have a a takeaway from that game, you're thinking, you know, uh, maybe we're able to win with uh, uh, light boxes and maybe we're able to win with our strong interior and we have to make sure that we can stop the run from that group. But like, I don't know. I think you kind of already knew that. I don't think that's that's something revolutionary. One of the things that I've been harping a lot on with Mahomes has been uh, the games in which he has struggled has been the games in which he's been forced to hold on to the football for an extended period of time. He's been a really, really good time to throw player uh, this season. He gets rid of the ball extremely quickly. But like his worst game this season by expected points per drop back was against the Seahawks uh, in week 16. They won that game 24 to 10. And that was also the game in which he held the ball the longest, three second time to throw. Uh, you go and you watch that game. Seahawks were just really good in coverage. Seahawks were just physical. They understood the route concepts. They were able to handle Kelsey fairly well. Again, like Kelsey got his on them. Kelsey always gets his. But they were just really dialed in in coverage. It was in a very impressively coached game in the secondary for them. And then Inchenuosa had a good day. And I think that that maps, again, to what you expect from the Eagles. If their pass rush is, like, there's so much pass rush, pass rush, pass rush talk. It's about coverage. It's about can the coverage last long enough to make sure that Reddick has the time and Sweat has the time, not just to pressure him, but then to actually finish the play and get the sack after he makes the first guy miss. And so, yeah, I think we it. it I don't think you learn anything from going through some of these Chiefs games. Like the the answer to Mahomes and the Chiefs is pretty clear: play light boxes and force them to beat you with the run. And if they can't do that, then it becomes a how long can you hang in coverage versus how long can that guy run around behind line of scrimmage problem. And the Eagles have the athletes where they should be able to win that. Yeah, that Seahawks game is the only below-average game in terms of EPA per pass play that Mahomes has had all year. And when I say below average, he was right around. He he was at like the 49th percentile. It was just yeah. below average. And so I, I know um, you know listeners have chimed in and been like, you know, are tired of talking about it. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not gonna come on here and be like Patrick yeah. Mahomes can be had uh, because it honestly has not happened the entire season his his worst game is a league average uh start for any other yeah. quarter for the for the the rest of the quarterbacks in the nfl so and it, if, it's a matter yeah. of how much can you slow him down not if you can shut him down and if they right and that's why i say like it's about enduring mahomes right like if you get a league average game out of him that's a tremendous day in the office how do you do it well it's be better at the other 10 spots right like that's that's the way for the eagles it's just like so much talk about this talent on this team like all right like Make this game, make this as much on Mahomes' shoulders as you can, which like sounds dumb because like the Chiefs obviously want this game to be on Mahomes' shoulders as well. But like, make every single four-yard checkdown to Juju Smith-Schuster hurt. 
make it make it be a tight window that he has to have perfect and you hit Juju when he does it and then when he dumps it off to Pacheco hit Pacheco and when he holds onto the ball for a half second get a hand on him hit him after he releases it make this thing suck and and do that by just being better than their offensive line and better than their receivers and better than their running backs and do it for 60 minutes like there's a um like Mahomes is, is placed in this very rarefied air deservedly. The Eagles' defense is placed in this very rarefied air also deservedly. They're so talented. So, it, it, like, when we are effusive in our Mahomes praise, the solution isn't like, oh, talk about the things Mahomes is bad at. No, it's Hargrave. Make the money. Slay, make the money. Bradbury, make the money. Charles Garner-Johnson, make the money. TJ Edwards, free agent, make the money. Dominate. And, and, and 10's greater than one. He's a, he's a really great one. He might be the best one, but 10's greater than one. You can win this game by having a consummate zero to 60 defensive effort and the Eagles have that in them we'll see if they can get it but they do have it in them I feel like you were just giving like a movie speech to the Eagles defense like in the locker room uh right. before the game that te- 10 is greater than one look at you oh what can God. I say I'm ready movie mo- yeah. movie movie coach mode yeah no they, they they have it they have so many advantages in this game when you just isolate stuff like Corner versus wide receiver, wide receiver versus corner, edge rushers versus tackle, your your tackles versus like like a lot of them uh, across the board. This will be a test of how much that matters. How much can Mahomes make up for uh, where the disadvantages are elsewhere on the Chiefs roster? All right. Question number seven. From Jared, if the Eagles win, will their nar- narrative be that they only won because Mahomes is still injured? Uh, I don't think so. The, no. the Chiefs have gotten here with Mahomes injured. They got through the rest of the game against the Jaguars with Mahomes injured. They beat the Bengals with Mahomes injured. And the Chiefs are an incredible team. There will be no type of asterisk in this game uh, if the Eagles win and, and beat the Chiefs. I, I, I don't see that at all. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, it's, it, it's why that first win was so great. I mean, if you were to face the Jaguars and beat the Jaguars in that game, it wouldn't have been as special. You beat Tom Brady and Belichick. You beat Brady when he threw for 505 yards, yeah. and there's nothing about that win that anyone says was uh, was was fluky or asterisk or anything there. So I, I don't think that will be a narrative in this game. Yeah, I think the Eagles will earn the win. If, like, yeah, Mahomes gets weight landed on his bad ankle in the third on the third play, and then it's clear that he can't do anything the rest of the game, that'll like cheapen it a little bit it has to but honestly that'll suck and i don't want that like eagles fans get mad at me because i bring up the strength of schedule and like the quality of quarterbacks they face in the playoffs that's just it's who they faced i don't want that to happen again i don't want to end this run with this good of a team the team that can literally beat anybody with like oh will they beat daniel jones and then brock Purdy slash josh johnson and they hurt mahomes and so like that'll feel cheap i don't want that i want mahomes to be totally healthy if and when the eagles beat him that's that's the result that you want and so yeah, to me, I don't, I don't think that'll be a narrative unless Mahomes literally does get injured slash re-injured during the game. And if it happens, that would be a shame because we'll be out an incredible game that, that would, have, would have otherwise been incredible to watch, amazing to watch, so cool to see, and also suck because it'll cheapen what could be like a really cool Super Bowl story for the Eagles. Yeah, I don't think Eagles fans will care about it, but yes, if Chad Henney has to play the second half, oh, uh, I'd be so disappointed. Eagles fans won't care. You'll still have a parade. You'll still think of this team fondly because they did everything they needed to get there and they can't control. But I would say in the broader national perspective, there will be many conversations that would make Eagles fans very upset about they beat uh, Josh Johnson and Chad Henney to win the Super Bowl, that that's Bobo. So... Yeah, I, I listen. You want them? Uh, you want most? I want most stay healthy. I want them to be healthy for this game. I want to see a great game, and let's see what happens. All right. Eight. Skyline asks, 
Do you think the bird, this Birds team is a one-and-done, or do you think this team can be in contention for a few more years? Uh, I think we've, we've hit on this topic. I mean, listen, they're, they're probably going to be pay, paying Jalen Hurts a lot of money this offseason. They've got a lot of free agents, I think 20 free agents, specifically on defense. They've got a lot of guys who are up. At the same mm-hmm. time, I look at it, you're going to have Hurts. You're going to have, I think, a top-five offensive line, even if, you have a little turnover there, and you're going to have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard for, what, at least the next three years. I mean, that's a foundation that I believe should keep you in contention. I think this is, regardless of what happens Sunday, I think this is the start of kind of the sustained success they've been looking for ever since the McNabb and Andy Reid year. So, yeah, I don't think it's one and done. Now, you never know if they get back to the Super Bowl. The injury luck this year, that's going to be very hard to replicate. Having 22 starters healthy on uh, February 9th is almost unheard of. So you're going to have to build depth on the roster. You're going to have to figure stuff out when you're paying Hurts a lot of money. But I do think they're going to be in the mix for, let's say, uh, at least the next three years. In the NFC also, no Josh Allen in the NFC, no Patrick Mahomes, no Joe Burrow. Like You're in a nice spot in the NFC with no juggernaut quarterback right now. Agree or disagree? So I think the team, the Philadelphia Eagles, will be around in contention. Because I think that Roseman is pretty clearly proven he has the ability to get a team to contention the hit on a couple picks get a you know nice cab advantage and a guy like jalen hurts boom like we, we now have the window we can go will it be yeah they have the 10th pick i should have mentioned yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah will it be these exact players the next time they're here like probably but also some like more will be changed than i think we expect not on defense the defense could, yeah. will look completely different probably will, yeah. yeah especially if they lose gannon and then they they change personnel and they change structure i think yeah like even offensively i think the offensive line is gonna have some turnover right like i i could see both lane and kelsey retiring off the super bowl neither would surprise me you know what i'm saying so like yeah I, there's gonna be different players i i the eagles will not be come into the Super Bowl with the same 11 offense defense even if they like come back you know consecutive years this Roseman just makes too many moves and that's the way it should be right like those Patriots teams always had somebody different doing something you know what I'm saying and like that's that's how you stay ahead of the curve is you 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 go to continue to find competitive advantages that's how you get there so this team will the Philadelphia Eagles because the Eagles are run and coached really well the players that's much more of a question mark yeah, offensively, they could. I hear what you're saying. It's possible that they have big turnover if Kelsey and or Lane uh, Johnson retire. Uh, if they come back, you're talking about 10 of 11 starters, I believe, under contract. Say Amalu would be the only other one. So it, I do think it's different offense and defense where on one side of the ball, just from this year to the next, you could have big turnover on defense and not the same turnover on offense. But we shall see. I, I, I think they're in a good spot here for sure and, and a much better spot than anybody could have anticipated two years ago. All right. Steve, number nine, asks. Steve. Sheil. Actually, wait, let's get, you know what? I wrote down nine twice. This is the state uh, I'm in here. So we're going to have two nines. Let's Long get week. to this one first. From, from Bad Finger asks, I know Spags is a great schemer, but can you explain how he schemes away that the Eagles don't run for 250 yards? I don't feel irrational thinking that they could have 500 yards easy. Overconfident, maybe, but not irrational. How do you think the Chiefs, it's a good question. How do you think the Chiefs are going to approach 
the Eagles' run game because it's not really a situation where they can kind of just line up and play and do what they do. But how aggressively do you think they're going to scheme to take that away and say, Hurts has to beat us? And, you know, what, what would those be run blitzes or what else would you expect uh, from the Chiefs? Yeah, so run blitzes are definitely the answer. Uh, the Eagles walk out with their line. And when Kelsey puts his hand in the dirt and they put their hand in the dirt, they see where the opposing defensive linemen and the linebackers are structured, and they say, all right, we're going to block zone this way. They change stuff on site, right? That's why, like, they'll have a zone running play that has a puller. And you're like, that's, oh, that's power. It's like, no, it's not. That's zone, and they just are pulling Kelsey because that's the site adjustment they made at the line. So for uh, when you want to stop a running game like that, you have to change the picture post-snap. They're going to slant guys. They're going to drop guys into different gaps. They're going to bring guys from depth to add to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a game where you throw chaos at the board. You're going to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. 50% of the time, made-up number, not actually 50, 50% of the time, the Chiefs are going to get punished for that. Right? They're going to stunt into the B gap, and it turns out the run was going into the C gap, where they're now weak. And Miles Sanders is going to hit eight yards of, of open daylight before anybody gets close to him. But that was going to happen to you if you just lined up and played. They were going to double-team Chris Jones in the next week, and nobody else can really hang out, and the Eagles were going to rip off eight yards. So you take that as a defense. All right, sometimes they're going to get explosive runs on us. We have to accept that. It's the other 50%. It's the times where that chaos leads to Chris Jones sliding between Landon Dickerson and Jason Kelsey right at the snap and penetrating and forcing Sanders off his line, which lets the linebacker come down clean and pick him up. And now it's second and nine. Like That's what you're, what you're changing that picture for. So they're going to play for chaos. Sometimes they're going to give up explosive runs. Sometimes they're going to get to second and nine. And that's the Chiefs' entire defensive approach right now is going to be trying to find a way to get to third and the Eagles can't run. Well, I don't, like, that might even be third and seven. Third and six, the Eagles should be handing the football off against this team. But third and third and eight, third and nine, because that's where they can go zone blitz. That's where they can push Hurts out of the pocket. Eagles are not that great on third and long. They're not as good when they're a true traditional drop back team because they don't have the threat of the run. They don't have the threat of the RPO, right? So it's all going to be about trying to get the Eagles to those third and longs for the Chiefs. So you throw chaos on the board on first and 10, see if you can get a TFL, get a sack, and force them into that play script. With that said, Eagles are going to run for 200 on them if they want to, right? Sometimes on first and 10, they're going to lose, but a lot of times they're going to win because they're a really, really good running team. they got great backs and great offensive line. They're really good at adjusting things, even on the fly, against teams that change their looks. And so I still am confident the Eagles are going to run the ball really well. It's those downs where they don't, and the Chiefs get them to second and 10. That's what the Chiefs are playing for. Well said. All right. Number nine, number two. Number nine B, I don't really know how we do this. Uh, I, do, I am starting to feel delirious here, I will admit. Uh, Steve says... Sheila, I've listened to so many podcasts, prognostications, and analytics. I don't know what to think anymore. Help me get some Neither focus. Neither does Sheila. What's, yeah, neither do I. What's the one thing I should look at once the game starts that should give me hope that the birds win? I think it's two things. I mean, I, I think one is just that. I think their offense is going to move the ball well in this game. Like I, I think you're going to be feeling good for the most part when the Eagles offense uh, has the ball in this football game, the stuff they do, the stuff they've done all season long, the run game, the RPOs, the one-on-one shots uh, on the outside. I think all of those are going to be available to them, and so I think that'll have you feeling good. And then the other one is the one we've talked about for roughly 1,700 hours uh, on the show, and that's the the pass rush. Are you getting home? As Ben said, it's linked to the coverage. Uh, I would say I feel like you have to win quickly and hit him quickly. I'm just not confident that the coverage will hold up um, well enough where you can rely on Mahomes having to hold on to the football. But again, it's always connected. So uh, pass rush on defense, and I think you're going to be feeling good 
on offense. Uh, anything else, Ben, that makes you will give Steve confidence when he's watching this game early on that the Eagles can win? I think if the Eagles build a lead early, they will win it. I don't think it'll feel good. I don't think they might not keep the lead the whole time. I think Mahomes will get close. Mahomes might even get the lead back. But if the Eagles can be in a position where they're not forced to be a drop-back passing team on every single down, where they don't have to throw their way back into the game, the, that's the Eagles' shot to win it. And so, like, if I'm looking to take a breath early in this game, which I don't anticipate taking many breaths in this game, I don't think this is ever going to feel nice. I think it's going to be tight and intense and crazy the whole time. If I'm looking to take a breath, it's with a ten. It's it's with an early lead. It's with ten. Like, and and I don't care how lucky it is. I don't care the punts bouncing off of somebody's helmet and the Eagles are picking it up and it's the derpiest play I've ever seen. I don't care if the refs are game in it the way they did with the Devontae Smith catch I'll take anything if they can get to a point where they build enough of a lead that I'm confident all right they're going to be able to run the ball if they want for the rest of the game because they're never going to be like that far down unless we get like you know down through two minutes left then I'll say okay this is the game script that they're on where if they win this thing they need this script if the Chiefs go up 10 nothing I'm terrified I'm, the Eagles really haven't had to throw their way back into a lot of games before and if they they, they their multi-score lead down there in the second half I have no idea what it looks like. Could look great. Could look awesome. Could be just two A.J. Brown touchdowns. Good night. But I don't know what it looks like. Uh, so I'm looking for that early lead from the Eagles. The other thing I'm looking for when the Chiefs hold the ball is if the Eagles can uh, stop the run out of, out of light boxes when the Chiefs put those multiple tight ends on the field. We talked about this a little bit. It's in the preview show. It's on the play sheet. Subscribe to their YouTube. Um, but the Chiefs are going to go heavy personnel. And the Eagles are really going to try to take away the pass. They're going to try to play the run out of four down. No Jordan Davis, low Limbaugh Joseph. Don't let Isaiah Pacheco beat you. That's not, you know, you you know that's that's a sad way to live. See, I have I have the uh, yeah, okay, sorry, finished because no, I feel no, no, like no. I uh, we've been oh, yeah. I I agree with you. I would rather do everything I can to stop Mahomes and then lose to Isaiah Pacheco than be selling out yeah. to stop Isaiah Pacheco and subsequently lose to Patrick Mahomes. That's why I say they're going to have Limbaugh Joseph off the field. They're going to have Jordan Davis off the field. I think that's eventually the the approach that they'll take. What I'm saying is once you have your star-studded defensive team all 11 against the seventh round rookie don't lose to the seventh round rookie tackle him get him down play strong against the run even from a four down front not your run defending front get it done be gritty it's the last last week and if they can do that i'll feel really good yeah, I think we, we went over it. I think we disagree on the game script, whether it's important or not. You think it's important. I mean, I feel like if they get down, or I, I feel like there's really almost no scenario that will force them into we have to pass. I mean, they could be down 14 nothing in the second quarter, and I still think they can play the way they want to play. There's a lot of game left there for the Eagles. So unless they get down like 24 nothing uh, at halftime, then yes, then obviously you have to pass the ball. But if it's kind of within reason, for, you know, you're down by two touchdowns or whatever, I still think they'll let the run game be available available to them, string together drives. They've, they've, they've been good. We haven't seen that exact scenario, but there have been hints this year that they would do that. And the other thing is uh, I, I would not feel good <laughs> if I were an Eagles fan with an early. I mean, there, there's no early lead that would make me feel comfortable because, uh, you know, unless you're – up by like four scores in the fourth quarter or something like that, I think there's going to be anxiety that Mahomes can come back. They can just score so quickly, so efficiently, do all kinds of things. So I just think it's going to be an uncomfortable game on both ends. All right, Benjamin, the time has come. My iPad is at 1%. Predictions for this game, what do you got? Are you recording on your iPad? 
No, no, no. no. Uh, okay. No. I, was I, have, I have no notes there. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> good. I was so nervous. You I was like very nervous. It was high I, stakes. Cliff, I wouldn't do that to Cliff. Yeah. Oh wait, Cliff. What's the Cliff? Hop on real quick, and then I'll uh, plug in my my iPad so I can see my notes. What's the what, What's the Drake thing we got going on? You, you're you're very nervous about this. It sounds. Listen, like. y'all y'all were doing all these previews and you know talking all this high level football, talking about guards pulling, <laughs> talking about Kel- <laughs> Kelsey pulling, <laughs> talking about power eye and all that. And look, 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 man. We just got the kiss. We just got the kiss of death. Drake just put up like 700K on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. So you just did all this for no reason. We just went through all this for no reason. The Eagles are no longer going to win the Super Bowl because of Drake cursing the hell out of us. And I don't even know what to think anymore. You got, listen, in my head, I'm thinking, well, the Eagles match up so well in, in, in all parts of this game, you know, besides the quarterback and, and, Mahomes obviously is a is a magical talent that we've you know I don't think ever seen before really, and all this is going to come down to Drake making money off the Eagles, or trying to make money off the and Eagles and failing too, like, right? And fail, yeah, like I'm so disappointed now. Bro. I don't even know what to think. <laughs> now what's his what's his bet? Do you, do you have like his betting history, Cliff? Like is he does yeah, is he, like this this okay. man? I think he had bet um the World Cup. I think he bet on France winning. I think that was like the last <laughs> bet he put up. But every single time I see this man put up a big bet, like a fight, right? Like especially in um in MMA, he went with uh, Israel Adesanya. I remember that one. That was a big loss. He put up like a million and a half dollars on that one. I mean, this guy just puts up his bets. They're all losers. And oh, you know what? Actually, Ben, let me uh parlay this one. You have a bet, don't you? Don't you have an SGP for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the SGP is is coming out. It was in the fan. What a producer. As well. Look at that. Yeah, it's well done. Um, but yeah, the SGP is out. It'll be on my Twitter as well. So if you're following Benjamin Solak, you'll see it. Shield told me to make sure that his name is not on it. It's all my bets. He wants to make you know. No, yeah, no we got to get I mean. Ringer Social Cliff. Make sure I don't want to be connected. <laughs> not that I don't have yeah. confidence in, in Ben, but Ben's doing the work for the same game parlay. I don't want the credit if it hits. And yes, I don't want the heat if it doesn't hit, of course. Uh, Cliff, wait, wait, wait. Cliff, let me ask you this because I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I know. I know what my setup's going to be watching the game. I know what Shield's setup's going to be yeah. watching the game. We're out there in the press box. Yeah. I'm very curious what the, shet- the setup <laughs> is for our boy. Yeah, Cliff. what are you doing? Like okay, all, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Shout out to my boys back home. Um, they're throwing a party at a at a spot downtown. It's a hundred hundred guests involved at the spot. It's a private party um, <laughs> in Philly. I, don't, I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew the spot's name. I'm I'm totally blanking on the spot's name right now. I got to look at the group text, but. Yeah, it's going to be me, a bunch of friends I grew up with. Yeah, and we're just going to have a blast, and hopefully I can get back to the Hotel the Eagles winning time so we can record this uh, record this pod because it's going to be a long night. And, um, yeah, we're we going to see. It's going, to be a good, it's going to be a great time no matter what. You know, hopefully the Eagles get this W, but we'll see, man. It's going, it's going to be fun. All right, that'll be great. So Cliff can give us the scene uh, downtown and what it's like at key moments in the game and afterwards and getting back to the hotel. If we yeah. hear from him, who knows? I mean, Cliff <laughs> might just be uh, on Broad Street and we'll have to call in a sub-producer. No, Cliff would never let... Cliff, Cliff is I'm the most dependable know. man uh, yeah. at, at Spotify. Cliff has never uh, let us down. So, all right, that'll I'm be... Not, Cliff, I'm not going to let y'all down. Cliff, do you want to predict? Do you want to do a prediction or no? It's up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let me do this prediction right now. I'm going to go birds 28 and I'm going to go chiefs 21. I just okay. feel like the birds, I feel like the birds are going to get that pass rush off and they're going to get to my homes. And as long as the DVs and everybody, they play, like you said, Ben, they play that nice zone protection and Kelsey doesn't go off on us or yeah. great. I mean, God, God forbid 
like some dude great named Gray goes off on a scene. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or, or, or seriously. Yo, that I'm, happens in these mind. games, yeah. though. Some, you're That's right. Happens, this random yeah. dude who then everybody hates for tw- the next who is that 30 Seahawks years receiver? who you'd never heard of. Who is that Seahawks receiver show? Were you covering them? Who is that? Paul, Paul Richardson. It was Paul oh, Richardson it? who went bananas oh. in a Super Bowl. That sort of stuff, yeah. That yeah. that that's the stuff that haunts yeah. you. That the the Pacheco, the seventh rounder Pacheco. Hopefully, he don't get off on us. But I just, I mean, I just feel like from just from top to bottom, just from a talent standpoint, I just think the Eagles got it. I, there's, I'm really, I haven't been sweating this week at all, and it's crazy to think that because I think Mahomes is like the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I'm yeah. just, it just in my mind, I'm just like not afraid of this matchup whatsoever. I just think the Eagles just have way too many pieces for the Chiefs. I like it. It's uh, I think it's common, honestly, among uh, Eagles fans. They just watch this team every week this season, and like the team hasn't let them down. It's rare a team just does not let you down and comes back time and again, uh, especially with Jalen Hurts, sixteen and one. All right, thank you, Cliff, for the Drake uh, update. You know who to blame if the Eagles lose this game. All right, Benny Souls, you're up. What do you got? Uh, I think this is a fifty-two forty-eight thing, man. I really like. I think. We are in for such a special game. I like. I think I'm going to be telling people I was at this game, bragging about it for years. I think my kids are going to ask me about this game, not because I'm old and I want to tell them things, but I did when I was cool, but because they're going to know about this game and they're going to want to hear about what it was like. I think it's going to be an absolute barn burner. In a high-scoring game where it comes down to who has the ball last, the Chiefs have the advantage. Mahomes has been in that situation before, much more often than Jalen Hurts has, uh, and, and I think that they're more reliable in that state. So like, it's a 52-48 thing, and I think the Chiefs win it. I do think we're going to come down to final possession. I do think we're going to come down to third-down conversions and fourth-down conversions. There's going to be plays that are talked about. Oh, he should have been called for offsides. Oh, there was offensive pass interference. Like This is like, it's going to be one of these where just every single play down the edge is going to matter. This is not a day to, you know, Check the blood pressure. This is not a day for like you know, uh, you know, taking on new new habits of of uh, you know, cutting out swear words or you know, trying to chill on on uh, on you know bad habits. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a doozy. I have Chiefs thirty four thirty one. I think it's a great game. I think that we're all happy we watched it. I think the Chiefs have the slight edge. I cannot wait for Sunday. Thirty four thirty one. Man, that would be <clears throat> that would be a fun game here. All right, let me clear my throat a little bit. I'm getting like I'm getting choked up having to give another Super Bowl yeah. prediction. Uh, I've been flip flopping on this game all week long. I you know fold. I do not have a great feel for it. I do feel like that Patriots game, that Patriots Super Bowl. I felt good about picking uh, the Eagles there. Maybe it was just because I had been around the Eagles all week long. I I think this this is going to be an. I agree that this is going to be an awesome game. I think it's going to be one of the best Super Bowls we've seen. I believe in both these teams. Mahomes, I, I've given the stats all week, all week long, has played 93 games. His team has either had the, le- had the lead or been within one score in 90 of those. This is, <clears throat> sorry about that. Uh, this is uh, a Im- nearly impossible guy to put away, specifically when the stage is this big. At the same time, Eagles, 16-1 and with Hurts as the starter. Talent all over the place. So many ways to win games. We've seen that all season long. So I think we're going to get into the fourth quarter. I think the sphincters are going to be tight on both sides. I think the Chiefs are going to string together a drive in the middle of the fourth quarter where they take the lead 25-24. Eagles get the football back. 
let's say 357 on the clock, all three timeouts at their disposal. They start running the football, and then they keep running the football, and then they run the football some more, and all of a sudden you're looking at the clock going, man, they've chewed away two minutes. All of a sudden Andy Reid's looking, wait, do I call timeouts here? Oh, he's only got one timeout left. He botched a couple things earlier in the half. Maybe it was a challenge. Maybe he was not getting a play call in early. He's only got one timeout left. He doesn't know when to use it, whether to use it. Eagles keep running the ball. They're moving past across midfield. They face a fourth and four. Jalen Hurts in shotgun. Throws it up. Devontae Smith. Yes, sir. With a conversion on fourth and four that immediately goes down as one of the most significant, impactful, greatest plays in Eagles history. Converts the fourth down. Gives them a new series. They run the ball a couple more times. They manage the clock beautifully. They don't want Patrick Mahomes getting the ball with even two seconds left. They set up for a 37-yard field goal. Jake Elliott kicks it through as time expires. One of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. Eagles 27, Chiefs 25. Eagles win their second Super Bowl in six years in a, in, in a team that will go down as the greatest team during the Super Bowl era. I was going to say franchise history, but I can't. Yeah, I would have to get Ray Dittinger back on to know if it's the greatest team of all time, but certainly the greatest team during the Super Bowl era, the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles. All right. There it is. That's the prediction. I don't think I'm going to go two for two with these. Uh, I forgot that you had to hey, do that. I was just like, yeah, you know, 30, yeah. 34, 31. I forgot that we needed times and, and, and yeah. stats and dates from the no, old, I needed old to wizard. Get very here. specific. Yeah, I needed to go very specific. Uh, I have confidence that if I nail this one, Cliff will come up with a great way to like put together some type of video thing because we need that bad boy to go viral. You know, like yeah, we, we, we got to get credit for that on the Philly special. Get the brand going. All right. Listen, that's going to do it for Super Bowl week on the Rinkers oh, man. Philly special. Hopefully, hopefully you can catch up to all the pods uh, before kickoff on Sunday. Ben and I will be at the game covering the game. Our plan is to cover the game, do our interviews that we need to do, do our reporting in the locker room. And then I think we're going to record the pod, hopefully from the stadium in Glendale, if we can find a setup there. Uh, and then Ben, are you, are you writing off of the game? You are correct or no? Do you know? Probably. Yeah. You're not I mean, sure. like, they'll tell me what okay. to do and then yeah. I'll do it. You should read the thing <laughs> and subscribe and then click the button. Ring that bell, brother. Just watch the thumb. There you yeah, go. There you go. I will be writing an Eagles column, uh, win or lose. Uh, so that will be on the ringer.com uh, Sunday night or Monday morning. This podcast will be in your feed Sunday night slash Monday morning. And we will figure out if we're talking about an Eagles Super Bowl win or a loss. Uh, I really do just hope that we get a, uh, a phenomenal game uh, because as impressive as those wins have been for the Eagles so far in the playoffs, I want that great game. I want to chase that great game like Ben said. That we're telling, He said, kids, I'm old. I'll say grandkids. That we're telling go. our grandkids about years from now about this game. All right. Thank you to everybody for listening uh, all week. And we will talk to you Sunday night from, do you even remember what the stadium's called? Glendale. Is it University? State University Farm. of Phoenix, whatever. 
We'll talk to you from that. It looks like the a UFO link. in uh, in Glendale, Arizona. All right. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you Sunday night.